Hey there, it's Danika, and you're listening to the Danika Explains It All podcast. This is episode 13, and in the sake of synchronicity, um, since we're on episode 13, we're actually coming up on 30 Apple podcast reviews. So those threes, let's get them in alignment. And if you're listening to the pod and you're enjoying it, make sure that you're leaving me an Apple review. I think I'd have like three more before we hit the 30 benchmark. So I really appreciate you guys for listening. Um, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Danika Explains It All. Shoot me over your questions so that I can feature you in the Danika Explains portion of the pod. But without further ado, let's jump into the episode. enjoying record I was gonna say shooting recording these episodes in the morning like right before I go to work I just feel like it's such a great start to the week so I don't know maybe I'll build that into my schedule because I had started this podcast with the hopes of like let me record on Sundays but it just feels good like drinking my cup of coffee sitting in front of the mic and um today it's me and Lucky here in my um home office recording so you might hear him in the background snoring and doing all his little Frenchy noises or whatever but no I really enjoy recording in the morning so I might make that a part of my routine but I hope you had an amazing week last week um mine was bittersweet if you follow me on instagram then you saw that we took our bonus babies back to their bio mom um we met her halfway in savannah but they live in virginia full time so yeah we the house is a little bit quieter now it's a little you know odd not having them running around but um we had a great summer we made a lot of great memories and I'm looking forward to the next time we have them around. If you are in a blended family, then you're all too familiar with, you know, what it's like to have the pickups and the drop-offs and it's just a part of your normal life. Um, people ask me a lot, like, what's that like? And I'm definitely planning on doing something to kind of give you guys my perspective. Um, so look out for that. But in addition to all of that, I've also been taking the time to kind of get back to myself and like focus inward a little bit more. I think that as women and especially as my mother's daughter, um, we have a tendency to worry about everybody else that we care about, you know, our kids and our our husbands or our partners. And sometimes we can kind of like get off track with like self-care and doing like filling our own cups or whatever. And it's something that I have to constantly check in on. So last weekend or this past weekend, I kind of just took myself out on a little pamper day. Like I got my nails done. I got some like lashes and I'm like loving them Um, and just did things that like make me feel good. And um, that has been something that I really want to focus in on. My birthday is coming up, so I'm just trying to like get back in my bag. Um, I was reflecting with Reggie the other day on like how proud I am of both of us for getting out our dreams, really, where whether it be 
you know, this podcast for me, my blog, I've been more consistent with that sort of content and just getting out there and getting out of my own way. And Reg has been on his art game. And, you know, I mentioned on a couple episodes, a few episodes back, um, you know, that he had launched his website. He's been taking on commission pieces. And if you're not already following him, it's Reg Trippy Visuals. I'll definitely leave a link in the description in the show notes of um, this episode. But we've just really been on it in that regard. But we just got to find the right balance with like taking care of, you know, for me, like my nails and my, you know, doing all the little girly stuff that I like to do. And then also with fitness and all of that wellness, you know, we can easily get caught up, especially when the kids are here with, let's just go get some hot wings and like, let's, it's a party, you know? So that's where I'm at, just kind of refocusing, recentering, reflecting all the re's um, during this time since we're, you know, back to being just us in the house. So I hope that you guys are doing great, that you're having a great week. Great start to your week. I'm very optimistic and looking forward to the week ahead. Um, In this episode, I'm going to be doing, and if you're not familiar, the first segment of the episode following like kind of like my little recap is the Neek Rewind, where I will highlight something that took place in current events over the last week. And then we'll jump into the Danika Explains portion where I'll be answering your questions in my DMs from Instagram. And then for this week, I'm going to be talking a little bit about, um, you know, someone that we all kind of admired and looked up to and really appreciated for the work that he has done in making sure that we're represented um, in cinema and in something as epic as Marvel um, superheroes, and then just being represented across all of his bodies of works. If you think, you know, if you think back to all the roles that he has had it's definitely had a significant impact on on us having pride in our culture and in our history. So, of course, you know, I'm talking about Chad Bozeman, um, who recently passed, and I kind of want to just speak on that. So without further ado, let's jump into the Neek Rewind. So when we came back to Destin from dropping the kids off, um, me and my husband, we went out for some wine and tapas. It was literally like our first date in three months. Um, So we were just kind of like getting back to us in that moment, you know, and then we're hanging out and we get the notification on our phone that Chadwick Boseman passed at the age of 42. And we were just both in shock, like, like many people, no one knew that he was sick at all. Um, And it's just been really shocking to learn of his passing and then to also learn that he had taken, he had been battling with colon cancer for the last four years. And I apologize, I misspoke. He died at the age of 43, which is still just so incredibly young and he had so much life to, to live. And we are just all, just 
it's just been heartbreaking to hear about his passing. Um, and I, you know, I definitely want to make sure that we're honoring that and that we're understanding that this is someone's father, someone's husband, someone's um, son, that they passed away, their brother, you know, all of those things. Um, and I think that we all, it's not lost on us, um, that amount of loss and grief and that sort of thing. But I also want to talk about just kind of like how the culture was receiving him leading up to his passing. And I spoke about this a little bit this week, actually, um, on Instagram about basically not knowing what somebody's going through and not un- and understanding that you need to be intentional and purposeful with how you're speaking on or to um, each other. Um, I've been seeing like a lot of commentary going around saying to like love on each other, be gentle, you know, but I really hope that we follow through with those actions in a meaningful and intentional way. Um, I think that it's really easy to sometimes think that we're saying things that are coming from a good place um, and our intentions might be that, but maybe it wasn't the most thoughtful thing to say. So something that what I'm talking about when I say that is um, what I posted to my social media, to my Instagram this week about, um, you know, just sometimes people will say things to you and it'll come from a good place. Like they'll be like, oh, girl, you getting thick, not knowing that this person has struggled with anorexia, not knowing that this person has, you know, just being thoughtful about what you're saying. And that's what I mean by being intentional. So for instance, people were saying as Chad um, had lost a lot of weight, like, dang, dude, like you getting slim or like, you know, or some of it was even as hateful as saying like, he looks like a crackhead or like things like that. Um, that obviously was intended to be hurtful or just, you know, be just reckless. But there were some things that were like, oh, dang, you really putting in work for your new role or, you know, about his physical state, people assumed it was for a new role. Um, not knowing that he was battling cancer and fighting for his life. And it could be something as, I don't know, I don't even want to try to minimize any issue, but it's just crazy that um, that we say all these things, like love on each other, be intentional, be gentle with each other. But then you go on the internet and you see all these social media trolls and it's like, yeah, be intentional behind your little trigger fingers too you know I don't know but it's just really heartbreaking and sad and another thing I wanted to talk about as far as him passing is like I it's not lost on me the impact that he has had especially on our young black boys but our young black children it's not lost on me the impact that he's had in his role as Black Panther and his roles his other roles too, like 21 Bridges, Get On Up, 42. We just recently watched The Five Bloods. Um, he's had such a immense impact on black culture. Um, but what has been a little odd to me is people actually posting videos and pictures of their children crying because of his passing. Um, that's just a little weird to me. Like, why are you posting your heartbroken child to social media for people to interact with, to like the picture. That's just weird to me, but um, people 
have every right to feel how they feel, you know, to feel upset. Even if you didn't personally know him, I'm not going to ever shame anyone for that. If you're personally, if you're impacted by someone's passing, like you got to go through that grieving um, process and same, like on this end too, um, we definitely were that kind of, you know, like I said, we were out to eat, we're enjoying our night and it kind of was just like, took the air out of, out of it. Like, oh my God, like, I can't believe that he passed and it just came out of nowhere. It was so abrupt. Um for us but for him it was it wasn't abrupt he lived intentionally through this he he processed this privately he was going through that privately but if you look back on his body of work on screen and off the screen everything seemed to me like it was super intentional like he he was going after his dreams he was like I'm gonna you know the lesson that I took from it whether that was intended or not was just, you know, to take, don't take any moment for granted. Don't let anything get in the way of what you're accomplishing. And, and yeah, I just, I just really feel for his family, um, his castmates, everyone he's worked with and anyone who's ever been touched by any body of work that he's created. Um, definitely want to honor and and cherish all of that and you know keep his family in our prayers um i just hope that we all live honor him by um kind of taking from his life taking the lessons from his life that he so graciously displayed for us and that we apply them not just post it to social media but we actually apply it to our everyday life to be intentional to be better humans to one another and to love each other and give each other grace um because like i said you never know what somebody's going through so with that i definitely want to end this with a moment of silence and um and definitely honor the life of Chad Bozeman. So we're going to jump into the Danika Explains portion of the podcast. And this is the portion of the podcast where I will answer your questions that you directly messaged to me on Instagram. Um, I just think it's funny to say directly messaged. You DM'd to me on Instagram. If you're following me on Instagram, it's Danika Explains It All. If you're not, what are you waiting for? Um, Make sure you follow me and you hit me up and let me know that you've been listening or do me one better and leave an Apple review. We're almost to the 30 review mark. I'm super excited. And I really appreciate you guys with um, giving me that feedback because I want to know that I'm giving you what you need and I only would know if I get that feedback. So yeah, so we're going to jump into the question. So I got a question from my homegirl who is launching her own podcast. So excited for her. And whenever she gets it going, I'll make sure that I share it with you guys on the pod. But she's not quite ready yet. And she just asked me, you know, what do I use to record my podcast? So this kind of inspired me to touch back to another blog post that I wrote. Um, It's called Seven Tools Every Creative Should Be Leveraging to Simplify Content and Cut Out Overthinking. 
So if you're anything like me, then you are an overthinker. Probably the likelihood is, you know, you want to have your own blog, you want to launch your own YouTube channel, but you kind of just overthink yourself out of getting it done. And that has been my story for the longest time, but I'm trying to rewrite that. And these tools that I'm going to be listing are things that can help you rewrite that story. They're going to be things that cut out that overthinking and those roadblocks so that you can jump over those hurdles and get to creating because it's worth you getting out your dream. It's worth you getting out your message and doing what you were intended and what your purpose is for you to do. Um, I don't know if that made sense, but it made sense to me. <laughs> so I'm going to be jumping into a few of these. And then obviously I'll leave the link in uh, my show notes so that you can see the rest. But what do I use to record my podcast? First off, I use a Yeti mic. I got it for Mother's Day this year. My husband has been so supportive of um, what I got going on. And I'm actually going to be featuring him next month on our um on the podcast so look out for that you guys will be hearing from him i'm like super nervous about it but he'll be on the pod soon um but yeah he got me a yeti mic he knew that i wanted to jump back into podcasting i had released my first episode back in 2016 and hadn't been back since and here's why i it's i did my first podcast episode and i recorded it off of my um my iphone actually i used some headphones i put myself under a blanket for some like noise canceling and i recorded that first podcast i was in that jank sweating just getting it done and i manually published it to all of the streaming platforms which is the part of podcasting that um kind of kept me from coming back because it takes a lot like it's not very simple to manually do um but it can be done and the reason why the best practice is for it should for you to manually stream it to your um to those platforms is because you truly own the content that's the difference between manually publishing publishing and going through a third party site or vendor like anchor which is what i use um it's recommended that you do it yourself because again you truly own that content it's the same as like having a website versus posting to Instagram. Posting to Instagram is great, but ultimately Instagram owns that contact, that content. So if Instagram decided today that they're going to shadow ban you um, or they're going to adjust the algorithm and then your content won't be seen by others, that would kind of suck. So that's why having a blog is useful because you truly control the content. Or if Instagram decided that they were going to completely shut Instagram down, and you only had content on Instagram, you're not gonna have that blog to fall back to. So that comes back to Anchor. Whenever you're publishing on Anchor, take it with a grain of salt that you don't truly own that content. What I recommend that you do is you download all of your episodes and you upload them to SoundCloud. And I can do a YouTube video on this if you guys are um, interested in like me like breaking down like how I do this process, but I download my episodes from Anchor and I upload them to SoundCloud and then I upload them to my blog so that God forbid Anchor shut down today. I have all that content kind of like archives and backlogs and it's a good way for SEO for people to land on my website and for me to get those monthly views up so I can get these brand partnerships and I can get this coin. So 
Let me get into Anchor and why, I think I kind of explained why I chose to go with Anchor. Um, the, the point is, is when I was first recording my podcast, it was just a lot of legwork and trying to figure out how to manually get these things published. And the point If you're already an overthinker and someone who kind of like lives in your head, the harder something it to the harder it is to get something done, the less likely that you're gonna that's one more hurdle you have to get over beyond the overthinking. And then now it's the doing and it's so hard and like, oh my gosh, this is too much, and then you're just not gonna get it done. So I wanted to use anchor to help simplify that and to keep me from overthinking. It's literally just plug and play. And it's as simple as you can record on your cell phone. You can leave yourself a voice memo and upload it to Anchor. Like, it's so simple. This, like I said, this is not an ad. We're not there yet, but I really do recommend Anchor. And actually, I don't even think I had heard of Anchor until my homegirl, Pam, um, her podcast. And if you haven't checked out her podcast, it's I Need a Moment. Um, She mentions Anchor on there um, a few times and her podcast quality is just a one. And I was like, dang girl, what are you using? And she put me on. So definitely recommend it. It's free to use. Um, and yeah, it's super simple. Um, the next thing that I would say, if you are a creative, I'm going to name like, mm, I think I'll say like three things, um, that I think are important that, so number one, if you're looking to create a podcast, definitely go with Anchor. If you want a um, mic recommendation, I definitely recommend the Yeti. Uh, it's by Blue. And it's so pretty, too. Like, I love it. I feel all classy on it. Um, those are the two things that I can recommend off top. Number three, if you're looking for um, branding and consistent branding, I definitely recommend going with Canva. You guys know I am a certified, skilled, and awarded um, graphic designer. Like I, when I was in the Navy, I won graphic designer of the year Navy-wide for the graphics that I create like on Photoshop and all of that. I know how to do graphic design. However, do I want to spend that much time creating graphics to put out that hey guys I have a new I have a new podcast episode go check it out that if it's going to take that many steps and it's going to take me that much longer that's going to keep me from creating because there's so many things and there's so many levels to being a blogger it's creating the content it's creating the the marketing materials to go with that content to communicate to your audience on all of your platforms that you got new content like it's all of these steps So the point is to make it easier on you. Definitely recommend Canva for that. Like if you don't have Canva, then what are you doing? I don't know. But um, yeah, people ask me all the time about what I use to create my uh, graphics. And yeah, definitely go with Canva. You can customize the look of all of their templates or you can create from scratch. Um, It's just there's so many room. There's so much room for opportunity and in ways that you can leverage um, their platform. It's free to join, but I use the premium upgrade because I like to use like some of their um, design elements that are watermarked and I don't want any watermarks on my stuff. So that premium upgrade kind of helps you cut through that. Um, And again, like I said, it's all about making it easier on you, taking out those hurdles that are going to keep you from doing what you're supposed that you're setting out to do. Um, So if you're following so far, make sure you have Anchor, a Yeti mic, and we're talking Canva.
And then I think the last thing that I would say that I recommend that you have um, is Lightroom. Um, The reason why, and this has been a game changer for me, I wish I had my insights up in front of me so I can tell you the difference that um, quality like imagery has made. I'm kind of like trying to quickly pull it up on um, my my iPhone. But yeah, I use Lightroom to edit my imagery. And the point behind it for me was just to give my imagery like a, a more consistent feel that's what it was more so about um not necessarily that my images and also make taking more effort in making my imagery look more polished and high quality like definitely use that portrait mode on your phone um something that's gotten in the way for me for and with creating has been I really want a new camera, one that does that good little blur effect, like a YouTube vlogger, like I'm really in these streets. Um, And I don't have one yet. Like I have two DSLRs, I have two Nikon D4Ss, like that's top of the line camera equipment. However, it's really hard to get that depth of field going. It's really hard to um, get that going when you are doing it yourself. Um, there's no like flip display or anything that can help me see how I'm framing myself. And I could go out and buy like a screen to attach to that. But what by and large, what I really want is a more compact camera and um, one that I can take with me to get that same high quality effect. But instead of relying on spending, I don't know, $800 on another camera at this stage of the creation, you know, of my creative process, I'm going to rely on what I have. And I have an iPhone. So if you have an iPhone, use that portrait mode, it will make all the difference in your quality of your um, photos. But what can also be a game changer is Lightroom. Um, I definitely recommend purchasing some, purchasing some presets. I went with light and airy photography um, for some of my presets and I use them for my job too. And they just help give you a consistent feel with your imagery, um, like whether it's light and airy or um, more crisp and vibrant and that sort of thing. Um, definitely recommend you purchase some um some presets and that you leverage Lightroom. And I have it linked on my blog. My following since I've started using um, Lightroom has increased by 40% on Instagram from last year. So numbers don't lie. Definitely check it out. And see, I'm so glad I just pulled that up. I was like, that just makes, I know that I've seen like such a measurable impact and difference. Um, There is a cost to use it. It's $9.99 a month. Um, I have Adobe Creative Cloud for my job, so I kind of just use that um, and I don't have to worry about it. But yeah, I think those are the tools. I don't want to get super nerdy and nerd out and list all seven. So if you want to see the rest, make sure that you check out the blog post. If this was helpful to you, let me know. Um, Shoot me a review. Hit me up on Instagram. And that's all I got for you guys today. I will be back again next week. I hope that you have a lovely week, that you're blessed, that you're producing, and that you're also resting. So, yep, look out for me next week and leave me a review. Have a good one.